For the last few days, I've been talking about the Acme M method for podcast production, and you might be asking yourself this question. Will it work for me? Will it make a difference in my podcast production if I follow this? And today I'm going to address that with some experiences and some examples from my life. What's happening, podcasters? I'm Brian Ensminger with another episode about podcasting. I'm here to help you launch sustain and improve your show. And today I'm talking about how I use the Acme M method for my podcast production and how it saves my bacon sometimes. So right now I'm sitting in my car recording this because I'm short on time. I don't know about you, but I I tend to commit and maybe overcommit a little bit in terms of what I can get done. And I think that's pretty common for people who are both creative and technical, who have some skills to do some things and are also creative. Now, I have some things working to my advantage to get caught up this week because I've been kind of lagging behind. My family's out of town right now. I've got some stuff going on this weekend. We're going to be hanging out together again, but they're out of town right now with my in-laws. And so I've had some extra time in the evenings to get caught up, but I've had quite a bit of work to do because not only do I have this podcast, I have my flagship show, The Engaging Missions Show. I also edit podcasts for several podcasters. And then I also do some email and website design and marketing and some stuff like that. Kind of the, the things that happen when you begin working in the uh, in the internet or over the internet with people and you you just jump in and help where you can. And so that's some of the stuff that I've done. But because of that, I have a wide variety of things that I do. And sometimes the projects all kind of tend to hit at once. And so it can be a bit of a challenge to get everything taken care of. The thing is that because I follow the Acme M method for podcast production, when I'm working on shows for my clients, I can know that when I'm done, I'm not going to have missed anything because I'm following this framework. Just as just as a reminder, the Acme M method is just a framework or a recipe, if you will, that you can go through when you're working on podcast production. This doesn't address the recording process or publishing or marketing or anything like that. This is about the actual post-production. And the process is assess the audio, condition the audio, mix and arrange the audio, edit it, and then master it. Those are the steps. And I'll share how I use this recently because I was a little bit short on time and I had a client show that needed to be edited. So I I wanted to go through this process. So I had the file from her and I also had some notes about what she wanted done. And there were quite a bit of notes, actually, more than I normally see for this kind of editing. There was a few sections she wanted removed, some noises that she had noticed in the background, some stuff that were very specific to, to work with that. But as always, I not only took those notes, but then I started by assessing the audio. I took a look at both of the files that she had. They were both files that had been recorded over Zoom, so I knew that I was going to have to convert them to a different format in order to be able to work with them, to edit them, and some stuff like that. So I took a look at that, but as I was going through some of the notes that she had made and just made and then just scan, scanning through the audio... I noticed some other things that I needed to fix. There were some places where there was some background noise she hadn't mentioned. There was some clicking that I was able to find. All things that I was able to do because I went through the process of assessing. And I did kind of jump back and forth as I was assessing. I also conditioned those areas. So I went ahead and took care of some of that. But then when I got done, I had uh, two files, one for the host and one for the guest, that had the audio all cleaned up and ready to go as, as best I could for that 
working with Zoom files, a lot of times there's some stuff that just can't be cleaned up. Just some, there's some digital artifacts that I can't quite figure out why they're there, but they're there in every single Zoom file that I work with. But that notwithstanding, I was able to get that taken care of. And then I went to the next stage where I began to mix it all together. This is where kind of like a recipe, I take all the ingredients, put them all together, and then start to, to blend them so that they make a nice cohesive whole. And to do this, the first thing I did I dropped in the files that she had sent, the, the ones that I had conditioned, and I went through her notes and I made all of the cuts and all of the changes. I marked the spot for where the, the promo was supposed to go, trimmed off the beginning, trimmed off the end. I did all of that stuff so that I knew that I was starting with that. And then I began bringing in the additional elements, the introduction, the, the mid-roll, the post-roll. I brought in all of that stuff so that everything was ready. And then as I was going through that... I also, because I'm mixing, I went through the equalization and the compression process on the voices, made sure that they sounded good together, the levels were consistent, that everything sounded great. And, you know, there are some things that I can clean up there that maybe wouldn't have been better cleaned up in conditioning the audio. So that's a great step for some portions of that. So I, I went through all of that, pulled out a, a few of the, the things that needed to be pulled out, and then I knew that I was ready to go on to editing because I'd already done the conditioning, I'd already done the mixing, and so I was able to move on to the editing. And for the kind of editing that she'd requested, I, I offer two kinds of editing typically. One is what I call a light touch edit where I just go through and if you haven't mentioned something, I just kind of scan through the file when I'm done and I look for anything obvious. Any obvious ums that are easy to take out or any obvious long pauses between people talking, just to kind of tighten up the conversation. I'm not going through and listening to every minute. And that's the kind that she had asked for. I also do offer the service where I'll go through and listen to every minute and pull out as much as I can to continue to make it sounding natural and to make sure that the edits aren't obvious. I, I don't want any bad edits in there, but that's something that I do offer as well. But this is what she wanted. So then I scanned through the file did any additional edits and you know there were some things that stood out some pauses that i could take out some ums and some uhs and some repeated phrases some stuff like that so just kind of tightened up tightened it up made it sound a little bit more professional then i was able to go on to the mastering stage where i apply the final effects i mix it down to the the, the loudness level that she's looking for which in her case is the standard of minus 16 luffs she has a stereo file so that's the standard that we work with and then she actually applies her own metadata, her own ID3 tags when she's done because the title and the description aren't written yet. So I then just loaded those to Dropbox for her and was able to let her know that they were ready to go. And the, the cool thing about this is not that I got it done, although I'm really happy that I got it done because there's been a lot of work. It's good for the income, but it also makes my time a little bit stretched. And so knowing that I have it done is one thing, but knowing that it's done right because I followed the process and there's nothing that would have been out of spec because I've already checked it helps me know that I can upload with confidence and know that everything's good to go. And that's what I like about being able to follow this process. If you've found this valuable, you might want to take your understanding of the Acme M method for podcast editing a little bit further. And of course, if you're interested in a one-on-one -on -one consultation, I'm glad to do that for you. You can try, you can set that up at toptieraudio.com. Or if you would prefer to spend some time learning not only about this, but also learning about some additional things to benefit your podcast, for example, 
growing an email list or a Twitter following or building a media kit or booking great guests or, or some of those kinds of things, consider attending the Christian Podcasters Summit. That will be in on June 15th, 2019. I'll be talking about podcast production, and I'll be talking about the Acme M method and how that provides a framework to fix some of the things that I commonly see other podcasters mix in their podcast production, either because they don't know, because they don't know how, or just because it got missed, because they don't have a framework that they're, that they're following. So that's what I'm going to talk about. If you use my affiliate link, which will be at toptieraudio.com slash summit, I'll make sure that we also have some additional materials available for you when it's all over, some additional things to help you take what I'm going to talk about further. And then if you're interested, we can we can work on some specific things to, to maybe even go even further than that. But I'm thinking about things like some walkthrough videos to talk about e- equalization and compression, some downloadable things, some things to keep around your studio just to help help you remember the not just the Acme M method, but also some of the pieces that go through it and some of the the things that tend to be a little bit confusing for a lot of podcasters. So that's something that I'm trying to make available for you. Toptieraudio.com slash summit. One more time, I'm just really glad that you're here. Thanks so much for being here. Now go out there and make a great podcast.